Hi friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and I hope you all are recovering from a wonderful 4th of July. It is actually 4th of July as I am recording this here today. So happy, uh, happy 4th to everybody who celebrates. I am getting my hair done today. She's relaxing. It's a whole thing. I actually like I really planned out my weekends well and then my body was like LOL. So I uh, was off early on Friday. Um, Don't worry, we'll talk about the first week of work. Uh, So I was off early on Friday and so I was like, okay, I'm going to relax. So I had a wedding Saturday and then I was going to have plans with um, friend of the podcast, Cousin Danielle, on uh on monday so i was like i kind of spaced out perfectly so like break plans sunday i would rest monday i had plans and tuesday i would rest again but the way i got so sick this weekend like i made it to the wedding and of course we'll talk about that too but after i have just been so sick and of course it's hot so we all know and listen everybody i installed the ac unit i don't remember if I mentioned that last podcast. No, I don't. I think I did it after that, but it was installed like I uh, I like to say Ashley style. So I'm not saying that it wasn't installed correctly. I'm just saying that some parts were like, mm, this looks like it fits together. Like that should be fine. And you know what? It's working okay so far. It's not getting to be the cold Chandra penguin environment that I'm looking for, but I think it is helping. And so I, um, you know, it's not as hot today, but pretty much I have just been staying indoors. Like I am just, I am trying to be a penguin. I want to be in my igloo. I want everybody to just leave me alone. You know, I am, I just, oh my gosh. Like I got so, (laughs) I just got so sick and you know, the details are, are rough, but, um, you know, it was, uh, yeah. Anyways, so I've just been sick. Um, but it's fine. We're moving on. Most important thing that happened today, everybody, if you've been on this journey with me, um, hi, I love you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you're new, hi, hello, welcome. The saga is, is listen, I was one of those people that over COVID thought it would be a good idea to buy a Peloton. Quickly learned that that was not my thing. I bought it with my ex-boyfriend. I have been paying off this Peloton for so long not using it because like I think I gave up the membership to the Peloton oh my god sometime last year I was like I can't and so it's just been sitting there it's a very expensive coat rack and I've been talking about trying to get rid of it I got scammed on Facebook blah blah luckily friend of the podcast bestie of my life Jenna decided that she wanted the Peloton so um you know she she came to get it today and um I sold it to her and I am thrilled I am thrilled. There's so much room in my like there like it was in right in front of the apartment, which I did like because when you walked in, you're like, oh, she's a fitness girly. I love to appear as if I'm a fitness girly when in reality I am a couch girly, you know, but I, I like the facade. So um, I don't know what I'm going to put there. I'm thinking about putting like a bench, but now the and, and maybe some workout stuff. Uh, but now, yes, the, the air conditioning unit's kind of there. So she is without the Peloton and I 
could not be more thrilled about it. I'm now I'm into exploring, like, do I want a gym membership? Like, what do I want to do next? You know, um, I was really excited because 24 hour fitness had this deal and it was like 1975 a month, you know, like $19. And um, I wanted to sign up for that. And then it was like annual. And I was like, listen, we all know that Ashley made a mistake. OK, she was like, I got a job. This is exciting. I can spend some money. And then we were like, no, wait for your first paycheck. The way the otter has constantly been like, hey, you're not rich yet. Like, relax, you know. And I'm like, listen, OK, I just wanted to buy a couple things. And I resisted the Bath and Body Works annual sale. OK, I need hand soap. And I was like, I and I resisted. OK, so I think, you know, they give Medal of Freedoms away to people. And I don't understand why I didn't get one for resisting the semi-annual sale at Bath and Body Works. You know what I mean? Like she was told not to spend any more money and she didn't. OK, and where's where's my medal? You know, I just it, the disrespect is high. Um, <laughs> so anyways, I've just been out here spending no money, but um or trying to. Uh, contrary to what I was going to say, I don't really remember where I was going with this. But um, anyways, the Peloton's gone. I get to f try to find a new gym membership when I'm ready. And yeah. And, and you know, to completely pivot away from talking about fitness, I would like to make a controversial statement, OK, here on the podcast, which this is what it's for. And I just want to say that I think that the world is sleeping on Burger King. I, I you know, and like, <laughs> I know we talked about fast food last week. So like, um, hi, <laughs> I'm Ashley Sleek and welcome to I'm Sorry What, the podcast where clearly we just review fast food places and I talk about food the whole time. Like, it's fine. But honestly, I went to BK. I went to BK twice in 24 hours. No shame in the game. And I was just like, I think we're sleeping on this as a society. And I know, listen, Burger King, what it lacks is consistency. OK, it's not always good. It's not always the best, but I think it's on the up and up and back again. And I just think that people should be giving it more credit. And maybe it's the fact that there's a Burger King right across the street from my apartment complex. But I do remember kind of always having a thing for it growing up. And the most important part is that they have ices. OK, and if you want, they will swirl for you. Like not like you can't obviously swirl, swirl. But I went it's like a million degrees here. So I went to BK and I was like, can I get an icy? And she said, what flavor? I said, I'm just curious if you're able to do like a blue raspberry and a cherry mixed together. And she said, oh, yes, babe, we can do that for you. I said, OK, sis. And you know what? The way they answer the little call, they're like, hi, this is BK. Have it your way. And I was like, you know what? I appreciate that because I did have it my way. I got the icy just the way I wanted it. And I know like for a while, their fries were not hitting, but they're back in the game. I'm telling you right now, pivot your plans and try a little Burger King today. I get the double cheeseburger and the value fry and a medium IC. And she's set for life. Honestly, I've had it like twice this week already. And and, I, and now I'm kind of thinking about having it for dinner. I bought all these groceries, but I feel like isn't it the normal response to reward yourself for going grocery shopping by buying yourself fast food dinner? Like I just, th you know. I meal prep today and it's hot. OK, I've got my salads. She's got hot girl salads in her little jars ready to go. Like, you know, 
Anyways, um, it's a it's Fourth of July, so I should ha be having a burger and a red and blue icy. Listen, she's just out here being patriotic. Okay, no one can blame her for that. Um, so yeah. Anyways, <laughs> as I'm like, I've been sick all week and I've had Burger King twice. Like. It doesn't really give it a good rep, but I don't it's not the Burger King. She's got 100 fucking million illnesses. So anywho, um, let me tell you also today, speaking of my day, so I'm getting my hair done. I'm thrilled and uh, that will be really fun. And then I am I'm going for attempt number three at the peach pie. And here's my thoughts on it. Like I'm also baking a pie on Fourth of July. Hello, America. So uh, I, <laughs> I I'm going to I'm going to attempt the pie again today. And one of the things, so I put this, I took this to TikTok so people could help me. And I got a lot of feedback, which was super helpful. But something else I read online was like, you have to let a pie sit for a while. So the otter will be coming over tomorrow night. Uh, and so I'm thinking if I make it today, my plan is to get my hair done, take some podcast photos, because like, hello, the hair will look so good. And then to probably bake the pie because my plan was to make it this morning. However, I need to defrost the the pie crust, you know, so then it's just it's just been a whole ordeal. OK, it's just been a whole thing. So anyways, it's very important, the plans of the day. And I cannot wait to come back and report to you all next week about how the pie goes, because honestly, we're ju it's just the pie saga is is big. And I feel like We've talked about wife trapping before here on the podcast. No, no one's ashamed in the game when it comes to a good wife trap. And if the otter's favorite dessert is pie and I can manage to master pie making. Is that not a one way ticket to a diamond ring? I'm just saying maybe he's not my boyfriend, but maybe he could be my fiance. Like I just call it what it is. Thank God he doesn't listen to this podcast. Actually, honestly, I've said this shit to him before. I have no shame. So, okay. Um, the pie is going to go well today and then I got to go back to work tomorrow. So then he'll come over tomorrow night and, uh, we'll hopefully enjoy a pie. Hopefully. But you know, I had my first week at work. It was good. You know what? It's been hard because I think everybody's been asking me, which is so sweet. I'm so lucky. Everyone's like, how's your first week at work? And I'm like, uh, you know, like, it's not bad. It's just like, I don't really know what I'm doing. So I've taken a lot of like courses and everything. But I have to say this. Everybody is so nice. I felt like very accepted, like people went out of their way to like really explain things to me. And I feel like the team is really sweet and I think I'm going to fit in there and I think I'm going to have a really good time. And obviously, like I already had a friend who worked there. And so, you know, it's been so fun to be reunited and Overall, I think it's going to be a really positive experience. But girl, let me tell you, I am exhausted. I am so tired. Listen, I have been living a life of luxury that I did not realize, you know, like I was still waking up early and doing like a morning routine and then like applying for jobs. But you know what? I only was really working until like 12 or one, you know, and then it was like, let's go read a book downtown. Like, let's go for another hot girl walk. Like it was very spread out for me. So going back into work, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. But did I not deliver on the outfits? If you're not following me on the socials, I was posting daily OOTDs on my Instagram at Ashley Sleek. And then you can actually see a recap on my TikTok also at Ashley Sleek, actually two E's, obviously. And you know what? I told you guys I was coming to slay. And I think that I did, except for Thursday. Thursday was a miss. Thursday was a bad day for Ashley. But the rest of the days, a slay slay. So proud. 
Like, Nailed it. Knocked it out of the park, in my opinion. So um, I'm excited for another couple days of getting dressed. <laughs> What's funny is like, so I started, you know, and then we had Monday, Tuesday off. Friday was like a half day, basically. So, um, you know, it was kind of the perfect way to ease into it. So I think I'm just like really, you know, um, anxious about about just understanding what was what what exactly my job's going to look like. And, I, you know, you're just so uncomfortable in the beginning because you're like, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. And like you're trying to learn acronyms and it's just it's so much information. Like everybody has been so sweet and kind and I'm having all these one on ones and everybody's explaining stuff. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like I had my first like panic attack that I've had in a minute. Like your girl has been like having minis, but I haven't had a full blown hyperventilating can't cry. Oh, in a minute, it's been a minute. And let me tell you, Tuesday night, whew, she was a full blown. She was a full blown mess. It was the otter's first Ashley panic attack. And let me tell you, he handled it so well. Like I got so lucky. I lucked out on this because I feel like panic attacks and dealing with it is something that has to be learned. If you don't have them, like you kind of have to learn how to deal with this as a partner and he was wonderful i had another one last night so like they're kind of creeping back in and i just told andrew that i wanted to go to bi-weekly appointments and then i feel like my life's been falling apart and i'm like oh my god i take it back i take it back so um <laughs> uh anyways i i recovered i'm doing fine it's just it's just the unknown the unknown is very scary. And that's kind of how I felt. And I'm like, oh, my God, am I out of my league? Like I was having imposter syndrome. I was scared. It was just everything was coming through. But like I I just know that like at the end of the day, this is going to be something positive. I can feel it in my soul. Like just the the pure privilege alone of being back on health care is going to be wonderful. Um, just having, you know, like I know that it's kind of taboo to talk about money, but like just to have a, a better salary is going to change my world. Like just to be able to like, I don't know, maybe like work on actually getting out of debt, like save for the dog and the wedding of our dreams. You know what I mean? It's just I, I think it's going to be a good thing. But like, man, oh, man, woo, was it nerve wracking to to get into it? I'm, and I'm very nervous for next week. I'm nervous for when it's like. I start doing my job job like I'm excited, but I'm also like, oh, my God. So anyways, we don't have to talk about that anymore. Um, but I did want to say this. Does anybody else pick like a favorite stall when they are at work? Like, you know, like when you have a bathroom that's got multiple toilets, do you have a go to toilet stall that you're like, this is the one that I really like because I do. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm sorry what moment this week is about bathroom stalls. So like I will get back to that later. But I was just curious if anybody else is this weird because I like so when you walk in, not the very first one, I like the second one. And I just I noticed that I kept gravitating towards this bathroom stall and I just thought it was so funny. And I was like, does anybody else do this? I have to know. I have to know. So please DM me and 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 tell me that you are the same. Like tell me that I was hashtag relatable in this moment or I might I might die. Also, OK, I have to say I'm so jumping around. But going back to the otter last week, I just have to say that we it's been a minute since we were doing crumble cookies because I've been like making pies. We've been doing other desserts, but we went back to crumble and they had the wedding cake cookie. You guys, 
first of all, I was like, we have to get it. And he's like, oh, God, because, you know, he's not like a weddings person, but like we'll work through that later. And um, he was like, he was like, I really wanted to not like this cookie, but it is so good. You guys, the wedding cake cookie from Crumble, chef's kiss. I mean, obviously, it's so annoying because we're already past the time that that cookie's out. But uh, I just have to say, I just I just wrote it down. So I felt like we had to talk about it. Also, in very random thought process news that I like to share. Um, I finally listened to the song Red Necker, the country song. And I was like on Hot Girl Walk and I have it on because I DJed a wedding where they liked country music. And when I DJ a wedding, I put the same music on my phone on the off chance that my computer shuts down or something wild happens like just as a backup. So I have a bunch of country songs and I usually just kind of like skip over. There's a few that I really like. And I, um, you know, it's upsetting because I really liked Whiskey Glasses and then like Morgan Wallen got canceled. I'm like, God, Damn it. So anyways, I listened to the song Rednecker. That is the most ridiculous and hilarious song I've ever heard in my life. Like they're literally like my tractor's bigger than your tractor and my like, you know, my cow's bigger than your cow. It's it. I know I'm late to the game on this, but it made me laugh so hard. So I had to like talk about it. So anyways, okay, let's get into a a little bit of wedding content. I know that we have weddings, the podcast, which is wonderful, but also sometimes I spend my weekends at weddings. And so we have to talk about it. This is the only event I was, I managed to do this weekend. So it's, it's kind of top tier, you know? So as you know, or if you don't, um, I will explain that for the last, oh my God, so many years of my life, I have been attending this uh, summer camp. So I went as a camper. It's called Camp St. Andrews. You can follow them on Instagram at Camp St. Andrews. A uh, big fan. If you have kids, I cannot recommend this more. Uh, or if you are like a young adult who wants to volunteer as a counselor, it was a great time. So like I said, I went as a camper, then I became a counselor, and then I became a sports director. And I used to go to camp with this wonderful guy named Calvin. Well, used to because we're actually both not going this year. Um, but he, him and I grew up together. We used to tell people that we were siblings and he used to piss my sister off so much because we'd be like, she doesn't know. Like, she's lying. Like, I was just out there being like, this is my brother. And people would believe us because we did kind of look alike. So we got to grow up together. And he's one of my most favorite people. He's just got such a big, kind, wonderful heart. And he's so wonderful. And we got to go to his wedding this weekend. And you know what? First of all, I have to say that I got a little played because I thought it was in Carmel. So I looked at the weather in Carmel. It was in Carmel Valley, which apparently are two very different places. It was fucking gorgeous, can I just say. But it was very hot. And I was wearing this dress. Um, This is my I thought it was so cute. I would say it was a little bit of Mormon chic. Okay, so it was like high neck, quarter sleeves, long dress. But it was I thought it was so cute and stunning. And what was so funny about my outfit is I got this dress somewhere that shall not be named. And um, it probably cost me like $20. But I was wearing the Tiffany's earrings that Aaron got me um, for being a bridesmaid. And I was like, this outfit makes no sense together. Like <laughs> the fact that like the most expensive thing I'm wearing is on my ears, which maybe maybe that's normal. But I was so nervous because that is the nicest like jewelry that I own and the whole night I was like making sure because you know I was shaking my thing and I was just making sure that my earrings were still in um but they look I mean they look so good with it uh I'll post some pictures I don't think I'll post them today so they'll probably be up Thursday um but yeah anyway so you can go back and check out you check out the outfit I posted a couple things in my story so um let me know what you thought thoughts are welcome but anyways okay so start this off 
Um, it was in Carmel Valley. And obviously I was like unemployed at the time. So I was like, I'm just going to drive this wedding. Like it's really, it's really not that far for reference. It should take an hour and a half to get there. However, uh, it took us a, about three and a half hours to get down there. And thank God I took friend of the podcast, one of my favorite people, Cameron with me. And I told Cameron, I said, you know, what's going to be so funny is that I'm going to post pictures with you. And I feel like people are going to think that you're the otter because like I've never posted pictures of the otter, obviously. And then, you know, Cameron, if you go back, like I posted pictures of us from camp. But if you're not like religiously following my my stuff like stalkery. So if you do see the photos, I want you to know that that is Cameron with me and not the otter. This was not his secret reveal. Um, but Cameron was the best date. We had so much fun. So he also goes to camp. So we drove down together. Uh, thank God. And, you know, it was funny because I was talking to my dad the day before and I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to leave at this time or like a couple days before. I'm like, yeah, we'll get there, you know, probably around like two. We're going to leave at like, you know, 12 and whatever. Like, I don't know what I had said originally. And he was like, um, you know, it's going to be like the hottest day in San Jose. And so everybody's going to be going to the beach like you're crazy. And I was like, oh, that's a good point. So I still thought, OK, here's one of the dumbest things I did. And I I'm not ashamed to admit this. I'm a little bit, but like we're admitting it anyways. So my thought process was like, OK, so we wanted to get there a little early because a bunch of our friends were staying down there. So we wanted to like grab a pre-wedding drink, you know, hang out. And so I was like, <laughs> I was like, OK, we should be able to leave at like 1130. And my thought was, is that that should be, you know, we should miss the early bus, the early beach people. Right. Because I was thinking that people would want to be at the beach for lunch. So they're probably leaving early. But then if we left later, we would miss like the I'm going to go down to the beach for dinner people. Like I really thought I was doing something by leaving at 1130. And I was not. We got there basically like the buses were going to pick up um, Aaron and Ben at three from the hotel and we like got there at three. So uh, it was it was a journey. But, you know, we had a fabulous car ride. We were singing. We were chatting. We were just we were like we thought we might lose our voices before the wedding because we were scream singing in the car. And it was just a wonderful journey that we took. And then we got to the venue. It was stunning. It was ab absolutely stunning and you know what's kind of crazy like small world is we accidentally had gone to the tasting room and once upon a time my mom and I went down to Carmel Valley to visit um my, one of my aunts was like there and so we like saw her and then my mom and I just popped into this random winery to do a tasting and it just so happened to be like the that like we went to the tasting room but that winery was where the wedding was and like so I was like thank god I know the wine's good you know what I mean but it was so stunning this wedding was so stunning sorry I keep hitting my microphone like I'm new to the game but this this was so like there was flowers everywhere and greenery and I have to say like this is one of the times where like the bridesmaids wore all the same dress and I can genuinely be like everybody looks so good in this dress and I was kind of like hey, where did you get that dress? Like I wanted it was so cute. And this was one of my favorite fashion brides. OK, like this was one of my favorite back to back bridal looks from Calvin's wife, Alice, like she. OK, so her dress was so pretty and, and unique, but like classy. So it was obviously white. I was about to be like, so it was a white dress. And it had like pearls on the dress. And then for the ceremony, it had like a drape sleeve. And then um, her veil had the same pearls on it. Oh, my God. I was living for this look. Living, living, living. And then um, so after the ceremony, she 
like had the sleeves kind of as um, like the sleeves are removed, basically. And then later on in the night and the after part, like or the reception dancing look, she had like a feather dress with these like super cute white heels. Oh, because the heels she wore in her ceremony had like a blue buckle on the front. Like, oh, my God, they were they were fucking stunning. And then she comes back in this flower, like flowers, a feather dress with her white heels, with her espresso martini in hand. And I was like, this is the girl I want to be like. She was so freaking cute. Okay, I loved it. The speeches were were wonderful. Uh, The obviously the mother of the groom we knew and her speech was fantastic. Laughs, tears like it was it was just it. Like I I really felt like, you know, the I, I like had a good time and was laughing and like felt compelled during the best man and the maid of honor speech. And let me just tell you something. This was almost my I'm sorry what moment. And listen, like I I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus and I don't want to put any dark stain on any wedding. However, I wanted to fight a guest because there was someone sitting. We had like long tables. So it was like the camp people. And I think it was like college friends of Calvin's that were at our table and like That was definitely the right move. Put the rowdy people in the back. So I overheard this guy who was married, by the way, and the maid of honor. uh, He like she goes to talk and then he turns to his wife or whatever. He's like, oh, this girl's been crying all day. Like this is going to be, you know, a thing. And then she gets up and she was so fucking funny, by the way, like she was so good. And then like, of course, she starts like tearing up a little bit and he and he rolls his eyes and I don't think anybody else at my table saw this but the way I wanted to jump over and choke him by his red polka dot tie I was like you gotta be fucking kidding me first of all I also saw her she was like I didn't see her crying all day but also um take a step into Ashley being a maid of honor uh or even a bridesmaid at Julian Ryan's wedding I cried down the goddamn aisle like somebody come get her it's an emotional day I hope that whoever ends up being my maid of honor, when they give a speech, they shed a little tear. You know what I mean? I hope I, a little bit. I have never given a maid of honor speech where I haven't cried. Like, I barely can talk about a wedding without crying. Like, I, it was just so rude and disrespectful. And I didn't even know that hateful, evil people ex- like that existed. Like, I didn't know that anybody would would actively talk shit about a maid of honor crying during her best friend's wedding. Like, what the fuck? Ugh! I wanted to strangle him. I was so mad. So anyways, only blip. I It was such a good day. And because I wasn't drinking, so I had a Coors Light when I first got there. And then I had a little bit of the Pinot Grigio wine because I knew it was good. And so, you know, I was driving though, so I wasn't wasn't drinking. And so I finally had dessert because I've talked a lot of shit on the podcast on weddings. And I will continue to about how I never eat the cake. I never eat the desserts because like I'm just like drunk on the dance floor or even just on the dance floor. But they had nothing but cakes, buntinis, baby. I had two. No shame in the game. I took two desserts. I was like, this is it. But you know what? It's one of those things where once again, like you could just oh, you could just feel the love and you could not only could you feel the love between the two of them, but you could tell that everybody was there because they just love them so much. And they just seem like they have the most fun life together. And they were so cute. And then, OK, so dancing, obviously, we had so much fun, like me, Kristen and Alan were just on the dance floor, like having a good time. And um with, of course, like Aaron and Ben and Caitlin and Duncan were there, all the friends of the podcast and Cameron, like all the peeps. And this is my this is my stance and it might be controversial, but I mean it. I think that if you 
are on the dance floor at the wedding and the bride or groom or both come to dance with you like you're it. Like to me, that's a moment like that means I have like the wedding street cred. I know I have it as far as, you know, experience. But as far as like, oh, you think I'm cool, too? I feel that. And the fact that the groom came and danced with us so many times and the bride, I was like, oh, we're it. I was like, is this play about us? Like, oh, my God. And one of my favorite things was so, as I mentioned, you know, Calvin and I have come up the ranks of camp together and we love the song like Shut Up and Dance. And at every camp dance, it plays and we sing it together. We have a good time. Of course, it always plays as of recently because I am the DJ and I know we love that song. And so it came out at the wedding. So him and I like got to dance together. But I'm telling you right now, if 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 the bride and the groom comes and dances with you at the wedding, you are popular. You've made it. You are fun. You are a good time. And maybe as a bride and groom in their head, they're thinking, oh, we should go and see everybody. I'm not buying it. If they stay for at least a full song, you're it. I felt so I was like, oh, my God, we are so cool. And it truly was so much fun. And I was just so happy to be there. They had so many cute little details like the the bar was in this kind of um I feel like I want to use the word van and that's not it, but almost like a hat, like a hatch or what. Nothing that I'm saying is describing it right, but I'm just telling you it was cute. They had this just the cutest little bar set up. Like I said, espresso martinis. They had uh, like a they had two signature cocktails when you got there. So it was an Aperol spritz and then I believe a sort of a margarita. And then the after dinner cocktail was an espresso martini. I was like, wait, that's so cute. Anyways, I loved and appreciated like I love the glassware like this wedding was just it. It was so cute, so wonderful. And crazily enough, it is my last wedding of the year. So like I am I'm done with weddings and that makes me kind of sad and a little stressed out. So if anyone is getting married at the end of the year and wants to add me to their list, like I'm ready to go, baby. Like I'm I'm totally ready. And then Cameron and I drove back. We had such a good time. And um, yeah, then I wasn't hungry, but that's that's where I started my Burger King journey. I came home. I had a burger. I sat on the couch and I was like, you know what? That was wonderful. And I it's one of those things where, you know, I, I get those reflective moments where I'm like, I am so glad that I went to this camp and met these people and they're so important in my life. And the fact that we got to be at this wedding and celebrate was just so special. And I'm so happy for them. And uh, it was a wonderful day. And you know what? Hey, for anybody who's been questioning it, I just want you to know that like, like I said, I had one Coors Light at this wedding and a little bit of wine and I had the best fucking time. Like, so for anyone who's kind of like, I don't know if I need a drink at a wedding, you don't. You really don't. And I know that might be controversial, but like, listen, I'm not going to say I'm never going to drink at a wedding again. Like, obviously, let's relax. All I'm saying is it's possible to not do it and still have a pretty good time. One of my favorite things to do with my friends is just sit there and give each other some life advice. Like we have such meaningful conversations and I always feel better after having a conversation with them. So I want to bring that love and compassion and advice to you all. We are doing Ashley's advice right here on the podcast and you can submit any question to me so easily. Just click the link in my bio at Ashley Sleek, Ashley with two E's of course, on Instagram and on TikTok and I will be answering your questions right here on the podcast. You can do wedding questions or any sort of life questions and they'll be answered on both I'm Sorry What and I'm Sorry What Weddings.
So the rest of my weekend, you know, has just been well, I did get to see the very next day. I kind of slept all day. And then uh, my friends Ben and Aaron are in town. So I got to take them to Water Tower Kitchen because we know shout out Water Tower Kitchen in Campbell. This is Ashley's like place to take the people when they come to visit. So we had drinks. And then, like I said, I just I've just been dying for the rest of the days. I I'm unfortunately had to miss hanging out with um with my cousin and doing the 4th of July thing, which I'm super bummed about because I had such a cute outfit. Let me just tell you, I was going to wear my white bodysuit, my light blue high-waisted jean shorts, and then I have like a American flag like bandana. So I was going to like tie it to the side and wear like a high pony and like some cute sunglasses. Like she was going to look so good with a red lip, obviously. I was pissed. I was pissed because I talked to her and I was like, oh, my God, like now we have Fourth of July plans. Like I don't I wasn't going to have them. So I can't wait to plan an outfit. And I did. And I was devastated. But hopefully she still had a good time. Obviously, here on the podcast, I have to announce that sweet baby angel Brock Purdy is engaged. I uh, you guys are little love. If you don't know who that is, that's totally OK. I wouldn't expect you to. Um, but that is the backup quarterback for the 49ers last year that I fell in love with. So Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. And I'm sorry, I'm forgetting the name of the next guy. I want to say it's Trey, but I feel like that's wrong. He got hurt. So then sweet angel Brock Purdy in his rookie year went in there and did such a good job. And now he's engaged and the pictures were so cute. And so I looked on his, so I follow him. So he posted and there wasn't like a really good picture of the ring. So I was like, no, 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 let's go to your fiance's page. So he, she posted a picture and up close to the ring, which we appreciate. You know what I mean? Like, listen, the girlies want to see. And it was, it was stunning. It was beautiful. Um, and I, I, so congratulations to them. Obviously, I'm so happy. Listen, I wish I could get in and be like, hi, Brock. It's, it's your girl, Ashley. I just want you to know that I've been hyping your ass up on the podcast for years. Please, can you and your fiance come on? I'm sorry, what weddings and talk about the process? Like, I just want to know. I just want to know. But so happy for them. And you know what? There's a lot of haters, including the otter, who were like, oh, he's so young and he doesn't even know he's about to get famous and he's going to leave her. It's like, let true love be true love. Okay. I believe in them. He's I believe that he's going to be a sweet angel baby for the rest of his life. He's not going to cheat on her. And like if the news story breaks, then I will be sad. OK, um, <laughs> but also in a celebrity world. So I just have to say that Stassi did her last show. So little Vanderpump, you know, we got to we got to talk Vanderpump for a little bit. So Stassi had her last uh, tour show, which was painful to watch because I was like, yeah, you know, you know. Kim and I didn't get to go see Stassi because she changed her damn date. But uh, her L.A. show had Katie. Katie came on, which was so great. And Kristen and Lala were in the crowd. I didn't even know her and Kristen had made up. And so there's a picture of Lala and Kristen and Katie and Stassi at the show. And I'm like, I'm going to tell people that this was the Avengers. And like, you can't tell me any different. Like, I was so excited to see them back together. And it sounded like it was a really great show. And I listened to some of Stassi's podcast today um, about it. And it sounds like they just had a really good time. And it was great to see them back together. There's a lot of rumors right now that there's going to be like a spinoff Vanderpump show that's going to have Kristen and Jax on it. But I'm not going to report until like we know what's really what's up, because I feel like rumors have been spreading like this forever. If they wanted to do what Brittany and Jax did, where they like watch the show and then comment on it, but they have Kristen there, too. I would really enjoy that, I think. I think that would be fun. I, I really, I hate to love Jax. Like, I don't really need him around, but it would be kind of, like, he does have some funny takes. Like, I don't really want him on the show because I don't care about the drama he brings, but I do like his opinions on everyone else, if that makes sense. Um, also, I just want to say this in the celebrity 
um, part of the podcast here that I think that celebrities health should be something that's illegal to report on. Like unless they come out and say it like a story came out about Pete Davidson and obviously I'm not going to talk about it, but it was about his health. And I was like, how how rude and unfortunate that like we are reporting on this person's health. Like if Pete came out and made a statement about his own health, like that is like, okay, yeah, let's talk about it. But the fact that like we are all reporting on, you know, news as if like, you know, like reporting on people's pain as if it's news basically is what I'm getting at. Like how unbelievably selfish and horrible and wrong is that? Like it just makes me so like physically and emotionally upset. So I think that we should stop doing that shit. And I think it should be illegal. I'm just saying like, so anyways, that's all I wanted to say about that. Uh, let's talk a little bit of Ashley advice. Hi. Um, you know, I love to just like tell you what I'm doing in my life and I think it could help you. Okay. So basically when I was planning out my routine back being at work, you know, I recognized that, uh, I was going to switch it up because I had a lot of time in my morning. So in my mornings, my routine was basically like the top things that were happening was like, you know, hawk or walk, shower, journal, um, get ready, like get ready with me video, you know, kind of thing. And so I recognized as I was doing, oh, eat breakfast. Cause I talked about that last week that like eating breakfast, like it became a priority for me. So I realized that I didn't quite have enough time if I, if unless I wanted to wake up, you know, at like 4am to do all of these things. So I was like, okay, what can I shift around? I've already made the stance about breakfast, you know, and, you know, I think walking in the morning has been helpful for me. Obviously the showering, getting ready is kind of a non-negotiable. So I was like, okay, let's look at the journaling. Like, I uh, I could maybe switch to journaling in the evenings, but I still want to do some acts the way I end my journal. So I journal for about three pages a day and usually sometimes more if she's got shit to say. You know, some days I'm like, oof, she went off, you know. But um, <laughs> anyways, uh, I I usually end it with some sort of list. And, and most of the time it ends up being five things that I'm grateful for. But sometimes it's literally like five reasons I know it's going to be OK today or five things I'm looking forward to, or, you know, five happy thoughts to get me through the rest of the week. But it, it, usually gratitude kind of ends up being it. So what I decided to do is, oh my gosh, so long ago, uh, my friend Jasmine got me this notebook and it says a great thought every day and it has a little quote at the bottom. So I decided that I would take that notebook and do five things that I'm grateful for every day and I would just write them out while I'm eating breakfast. It's a little bit quicker and then I'll journal in the evening. And, you know, I'm just giving, I'm just telling you things that are helping me. I'm not speaking to like that this is this going to solve everybody's life problems. And I don't know, maybe it won't work for you. But for me, I just have to say that since I have turned to doing, you know, a lot more gratitude and focus on that, I, I have felt a mood improver. And it's just kind of a nice way to center before like going into work and going into the office because you know right now I'm like I don't know I feel like I'm in a honeymoon phase like I don't know every work has drama and every work has hardships and like right now I'm like coasting obviously but it's it's I'm kind of like trying to set myself up to be prepared for like how to handle like the stress and the hardships of the job so anywho I just found that really helpful and I thought I would just share it all with you and also just like I was I was having a lot of anxiety and guilt around, you know, like just as a follow up, like from from, you know, not 
being able to do everything I wanted to do this weekend and especially around the wedding. Like I really wanted to be able to like go to the welcome party and stay down there. And I just knew like coming from a financial place, which, you know, I it's no one ever no one ever has a good time talking about financials. But like on this podcast, we're just fucking real. OK, and like it is what it is. I just didn't have the funds to stay down there and then and do all these activities. And then also it being my first week of work, like I was, you know, I, I didn't know what my level of energy was going to be, you know, obviously, especially having having uh, two chronic illnesses, like it's kind of hard to see where my energy levels are going to be. And I felt a lot of guilt and I was like, oh, my God, is everyone going to be upset with me that I'm not around and I feel really bad? And like, I just want you to know that I got there and everything was fine and I had a wonderful time and I I was able to put all this energy into being there and socializing and being on the dance floor and like having a good time and connecting with my friends. And, you know, I might not have been able to have that same energy or good feelings if I had pushed myself too far. So like I just wanted to like wrap up because I know we've talked a lot about boundaries and decision making for you. And, you know, I just I, I, I can I was nice to have a firsthand example of like, OK, I'm going to set this boundary. I'm going to make this decision. And, you know, I hope everyone's not upset with me. But, you know, the real ones weren't and the same thing. I kind of like alluded to it, you know, a couple of times that having to make a really tough decision and that decision ultimately ended up being, you know, I had to pull out of going to the summer camp that I, I mentioned that we all go to. And I love going last year. I had the the immense luck of saying I wasn't going to be able to go and then last minute being able to go in this time, you know, unfortunately, it was just a little too soon to my start date for work. And I, you know, so I wasn't I had to pull out and I felt so much immense guilt and pain from that, uh, you know, and I was worried about, you know, just letting everybody down. And ultimately, I think that the people in your life that are good, they they're allowed to be disappointed and maybe they will be. And that's totally fine. Like, you know, it would be weird if they weren't. But ultimately, I think that their concern is not being let down, but you letting yourself down. Like they are more concerned about you being okay and your happiness that whatever, as long as you communicate it clearly and you're open and vulnerable with people, I think that they, they see that and they are able to be understanding and compassionate. And obviously it's not all people. We already know that there's some people that this isn't going to work with. But, you know, I think that the people that you choose to have in your life and the people that are good to you, that that will be the outcome. And, you know, um, sometimes you have to see it to believe it. And, you know, it's I always knew that I had good friends and I knew I knew deep down that nobody was going to be upset with me. But sometimes your anxiety brain gets a little too, you know, loud. And, uh, you know, I think the way to combat that is with, you know, compassion and understanding for yourself and compassion and understanding for others. And, you know, so that's one of the things that I feel the gratitude full circle um, is helping with. So anyways, it's been really nice and, and sweet and kind. Um, also, don't forget, I'm about to transition into bitching about stuff, which I like that these two things are back to back. But just as a reminder, please, whatever you want your advice on, hit me up on Instagram or TikTok. There is a link in my bio to submit questions. Um, you can do them for weddings. You can do them for anything else. We'll talk about them here on the podcast. Um, or if you just want I take on something going on like I'm here to talk all things advice. I like I like giving advice. I always have. I've always been a friend that people call uh, to get their opinion. And it makes me feel 
um, like they trust me and that they feel safe with me and like what more could I ask, right? So um, anywho, okay, that was all nice and kind. Let's talk some shit. Okay, this is something that drives me so fucking crazy about bathrooms. Yeah, we're going back to bathrooms, baby. I think that every bathroom needs to be a porta potty style and hear me out just in the way that when you lock the damn door, it goes from green to red. Like everybody knows someone is in that stall. You guys, the bathrooms at my new job, it's like it's just like a white wall, basically. And and there's no like little slits, which is good because I don't want to be creeping. I don't want to be like trying to look through the little slit and be like, is somebody peeing in there? Like how horrible and uncomfortable. And for some reason, maybe like other people who don't have anxiety don't think this, but like pushing on the door to the bathroom and having someone be in there is like is a top fear of mine. Like it may, <laughs> I just feel so guilty. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, I just feel so fucking uncomfortable. And, you know, I was just like, I just can't. And I just kept having to, you know, push a little bit on the door. And then I'm like, do I apologize? And then like by the time I've done that to two doors, I'm too afraid to do it to the rest. Like I'm anxious. Now I'm just waiting in the corner and that person's ultimately going to have to walk out of the bathroom and they're going to have to see me, the person who pushed down the door for them, basically like, oh, my God, it's just. It's so awkward, uncomfortable, and I, I'm sorry, what, just put a little indicator on there. Like, it cannot be that hard. It cannot be that hard to do. Like, you know, I, I, uh, and the other advantage to this is that right away, you know if you are alone or not in the bathroom, which, you know what, I thought I was alone, and then maybe I let out a little bit of a boof, a little bit of a fartaroo. That was kind of loud. And now I'm trapped in the bathroom. Like if I am, if I let out a fart in the bathroom and it's loud, like I am not leaving that bathroom stall until I feel comfortable that the that the parties have been cleared. I am not going to face somebody at the sink. I do not have that level of confidence. Like I am not going to face you eye to eye washing hands when you know that I know that you know that I just farted. Like I just it's not happening. And if I know, if I walk into the bathroom and all those little things are green, then I'm like, shit, she's safe. Let's go. I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. You guys, this is my I'm sorry about moment. <laughs> oh, my gosh. OK, you guys, I got to get to uh, getting my hair done and get to making my pie and having a wonderful rest of my 4th of July. Look, she's rhyming now. Like, hi, she's a rapper. I'm just kidding. Anyways, um, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I love you all so much. Uh, I'm so glad I get to share all these fun memories throughout my week. And thank you for coming along with me through my unemployment and now employment journey. Um, I uh, please don't forget to submit questions to um, Ashley's advice. You can hit me up on Instagram or in TikTok link in the bio. Also, um, I did get an Azazi um, ambassador code. So that's really exciting. You get two dollars off your first dress if you are in a wedding or just going to an event they have really cute dresses on there like I've always just kind of look strictly for bridesmaids but like they have really fun event dresses so um make sure you check that out click the link in my bio to shop directly um from there and yeah I just I love it thank you guys for being here with me giving me something fun to do on my fourth of July and I hope you have a fabulous rest of your week okay love you bye